0: Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Lisa Cooney, and we are here at the California Women's Conference. And I have the great fortune of speaking with Dr. Habib Sadehi. Thank
1: you. The pleasure Uh, is mine.
0: Oh, my gosh. If you were here, and you should be here, but (laughs) come here next year if you missed it. But his just keynote presentation was just amazing. And here he is talking to us. So let's get right into it. Tell me about the love button i got to ask about it. Sure.
1: Um, Love Button is a, is a grassroots uh, movement that my beloved wife and I, we started. And uh, it really just came out of the crucible of I had some challenges with, uh, with cancer during medical school. Mm-hmm. And it just initially started by just writing Love Button on my hands and then eventually became a sticker. And then it has evolved into uh, uh, Love Button.
0: Oh, my gosh. A global movement now.
1: It is a global movement, and we were privileged enough to um, to uh, really be presented during halftime uh, mm-hmm. Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl 50.
0: Yeah, oh, my gosh. It was so amazing. If, you, if you're out there, there's over 2.5 million people or oh, more wow. on this live stream wow. right now uh, so witnessing this conference and all these interviews through Voice of America. Wow. So, what like, people privilege. have access all over the world. Hmm. So, like... Not to put any pressure on you, <laughs> but like if you wanted to, if you could communicate or gift to them something about the importance and the power of love from your mm-hmm. gifted experience, what would that be?
1: You know, for me as a patient, as well as a physician, um, loving is, uh, is the quickest way to, um, reset one's physiology mm. and, um, it's as simple as, um, really getting some qualities cultivated such as forgiveness, such as acceptance, And um, it's just incredible. What we just talked about was we talked about um, a particular um, medical model that we have Mm -hmm. developed um, with um, practitioners that they're um, uh, Harvard, MD-trained, PhD, Tufts, and we've come together uh, through Beehive of Healing, and that's the name of the center that we work at. I love that. Um, uh, And the name is very telling, and that's really our mission statement, which is, Uh, hive gatherings of being for the purpose of Mm -hmm. healing and uh, the essence of it is uh, realizing that consciousness precedes phenotypic expression Mm -hmm. so much of the medical model is um you know is based on uh focusing on the phenotypic expression Mm -hmm. the antibodies what you measure but no one really pays attention to the consciousness and what uh, what occurs at consciousness and how to cultivate it
0: I love that. And it's like, th- you're basically saying that the body has the power to heal itself.
1: Yeah, but I, I don't think I'm saying it. I think that I'm, I'm really uh, repeating and, uh, the echo that has been there. And, yes. y- and you know that, uh, yeah. you know, and it's, um, and I think every single physician mm-hmm. that has been um, in, you know, in an anatomy lab understands mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that, um, you know, you remove the thorn that's all. But mm-hmm. the body heals itself. Mm-hmm. So this incredible dynamic process, it's there. So what we're creating is a model, which is consciousness, health, and healing. Oh wow! And that's what we're taking to medical school with creating an endowment. And that's really what the love button is about. Wow. It's about educating the next, the future uh, physicians. Um,
0: it's yeah. so amazing. It's like, you know, it's like, what if all physicians in the world... Really aligned and agreed with the love button of like the body will heal itself Here's how you can do that and that's what you're speaking to and Mm -hmm. you're really speaking to bodies all over the world And you're speaking on this this principle that isn't necessarily tangible. Mm -hmm. It's not quantifiable Mm -hmm. It's more qualifiable (laughs) if you will as a physician yeah. And that's what make you, makes you so unique because there's so many people in the world that have had challenges and had physical yeah. challenges. And I know you've had physical challenges. Mm-hmm. I've had physical challenges. We just met. Right. So, I mean, I had a, um, a thyroid disorder that mm. when I went to the endocrinologist, he gave me three options. Cut it out, mm. kill it, live on medication for the rest of your life. Mm. I looked at him. Mm. I'll never forget this. doctor Hubby. Yeah. like, yeah. never forget it. I looked at him. He was about six foot six. Mm. And I looked up. I'm only like four, four. <laughs> and I said, there has to be another way. There has to be something else possible. And he literally told me there wasn't. Yeah. And I get it. The medical yeah. model of the, like the endocrine system, there's a problem. You just focus on the endocrine system. Yeah. But my body told me there was another possibility. Yeah. And I said, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the diagnosis. But I will find something else that's possible. Mm. And it seems Mm. to me that you, or not even seems, I know, given that you Mm. were at the Super Bowl Mm. with, you know, Coldplay and Mm. the whole influence of all of that. And just like believe in the power of love, right? Yeah. Like, you know, the body is a tool, a weapon, and a
1: possibility for change. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to acknowledge really that which, um, which worked through you. For yeah. you to have the courage, to mm-hmm. have the audacity, mm-hmm. to have the strength of heart and steadfastness. Mm-hmm. To say, you know, I really do appreciate mm-hmm. um, your opinion. And, and, you know, and, and that's really the model that, that your endocrinologist was coming from. Right. And it's, you know, there's really no againstness. They just didn't know any better. Right. But to have, to be connected, to have the steadfastness to really want to see, you know, when you look at thyroid as the master gland, it's, it's just beautiful to see the interplay between estrogen and what, you know, the effect on the thyroid and, and, and just the symphony that's occurring.
0: Oh my gosh the the whole endocrine system is a symphony yeah. in the body isn 't yeah. it? Uh, I think somebody gave me the metaphor of just like the the endocrine system is is almost like the motor of a car yeah right yeah and and if if you know if the spark plugs don 't go together or yeah. i 'm not really great with the car metaphors, but you know yeah. what i 'm saying absolutely and it was just like no i 'm just going to find another way. my body knows that there 's something else now i 've worked with clients all over the world, and I know you have as well. And it's like, they, I I see them sometimes, they come to me after they have like scars here and scars Mm. there and like are still living on medication or they, they, um, you know, lost their thyroid. I fortunately have the organs still in my body and that was just my choice. No, no bad or wrong with any, anybody else. But like, what would you tell people uh, right now, since we have so much access to millions and millions of viewers right right now about dis-ease and and they get a diagnosis, let's say, that's actualized as a disease, right? Mm. It starts with a disease, yeah. and then it actualizes as yeah. a disease. The body's trying to communicate something to you. What would you tell them, no matter who they go to, if they if they can't get to you, but just, like, who they go to? Yeah. What would you let them know?
1: Yeah, thank you for that. Um, I, I think the way that you framed it, it's beautiful, which is really start from a place of um, non-againstness. Mm-hmm. You see, most time when patients come in and they want to be against let's say, the traditional medical um, practitioner mm-hmm. or model, I, you know, I, I, you know that, that would be a good place to start, really having compassion and understanding that what is being offered is that, that is what's offered in that particular context. Mm-hmm. So now if you want to look outside of that, the box, then it's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I think the first thing is to make sure that there is containment. And I'm mm-hmm. sure, you know, look, I mean, you still remember how tall the endocrinologist is, <laughs> you know, and it's looking down on you. And it's so easy most for most um, physicians, you know, they, just for them to be aware of this, right. you know, the influence that they have. You know, you wear a white coat and you have acronym after your right. name. It's, you know, and the patient, they tend to be impressionable. Right. You know, in your case, in my case, uh, I, when my challenges, I was second year medical student. Yeah. And you had and,
0: testicular cancer, correct? I, yeah. I was
1: diagnosed with that and, you know, and it's, it's to be able to work with that. And for me, and I'm sure for you, it, it, you have the, you know, the lingo. So you still have, you know, you'll be able to kind of go through the jargon, the medical jargon and the information and to decipher through it and to pull paper. And most, yeah. most, you know, most patients, they don't have access to that. Yes. So this idea yes. of whatever the diagnosis is, yes. not to start from a place of being frightened, Not to start from a place of being a deer in a headlight. You know, to have a deeper place, a centeredness where you really work with it. You look at it. You make sure you take someone with you. You communicate with someone Mm -hmm. so that the emotions initially that they come up, they're contained. From that place of containment, then you sit down and you work with it. Look, every piece of information... And I really want to get this across because this is important. Mm -hmm. You know, every piece of information, it's just like um, a piece of your favorite food, steak, uh, vegetarian (laughs) burrito, whatever it is that you like (laughs) to eat. Okay. So it, it needs to be metabolized. The metabolism has a system. Metabolism in Greek simply means ceaseless change. And that's really what life is. Life is about a ceaseless change. So metabolism has a system catabolism breaking things down and then anabolism building things up wow. so when you get a medical diagnosis think of it as a piece of food that you got to chew it you know you, you got to chew that. it you got to break it down you can't anabolize you can't come up with an inter- interpretation you can't come up with a set of decisions right off the bat That's not how life works. Mm -hmm. You see, the greatest thing that I can give you, regardless of what it is that you're working with, understand that every information, regardless of whether you like it or you don't, it, it comes in, there is a system. And the system, and this is so important. That gives you awareness. A, gives you awareness. And this is really the theme of our, my second book that's coming out next year. It's called Clarity Cleanse. It's wow. to really create this. Metabolism has a formula. Equals catabolism, breaking things down. And then it's anabolism. And then you give it a meaning. So first, understand what the options are. Right. What do you do with it? And then based on that, you check in, you get a second third fourth opinion until you really your heart tells you that that really speaks to you and then you you choose from that place
0: that is so beautiful there was like four questions so many questions in my head as you were talking mm-hmm. um, but more questions like people can ask and like as they're in the doctor's office or getting some sort of diagnosis or yeah. something physical is going on it's like what is this what can i do with it yeah. can i change that yeah and if so, how do I change it? exactly instead of being like oh my god i'm going to die that's right, oh my God, my life is over That's right. and and you're like the expert at that because right. like you face that and yeah. and I know a little bit about it, you yeah. know different from you, obviously, just like facing down yes. like when you get that diagnosis it's yeah. kind of like you hear like in the movies like "Dong, dong, <laughs> dong dong, dong." Right. you 're going to die, yeah. life yeah. is over, and everything will never be the same, but there's also this beautiful thing about. Disease or disease that I have found, mm. and and from watching you, I watched this great TED Talk is how I mm. first got introduced to you. On uh, it was in Austin, like That's TEDx right. Austin Women, right. I believe That's it was. Right. That's right. And then, of course, I've heard about you through Gwyneth Paltrow, and you know everybody knows about their conscious uncoupling mm-hmm. and the quote unquote, which we'll get into if we have time. However, like when I, but you spoke, and I was just I was just watching you, and I was watching your body, and not that I, I mean I know you're mm-hmm. married and whatever. I wasn't just <laughs> watching your body, <laughs> but like you were just so inspiring in the message of like when you get this diagnosis, and when you got the diagnosis, you like you felt like I think you used the term of. Um, just like sand on you, or, yeah. or or I would use the word scum, but you didn't say right. that. It's just like right. just a just a yeah. whatever that is the costume on you of all of that, and then you had to yeah. go really, really internal right. to what you actually decided, concluded, and judged you know about yourself that no longer worked for you. These are my words, and then come out and look what you created. And it's like, I, I firmly know from inside of me that any kind of disease or diagnosis that I've had was really like my body saying, slow down, take a look at this, go inside and change because you're going in the wrong direction. Can you speak a little bit to that?
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for bringing this forward. I I appreciate your acknowledgement. You see, um, let's say that a person is going in and they're, and they're given, mm-hmm. let's say you, your friend, someone you know, they're going in and they're given a medical diagnosis, but regardless of you know, whatever that medical diagnosis is. I think the first thing that I would rec- recommend is don't go alone. Go mm-hmm. with someone else because when you go in with someone else it's you you have someone to be able to contain you to contain your or you can contain the other person and the next thing is really i, I just i can't overemphasize this enough to come from a place of compassion and acknowledging the practitioner your physician that is providing you what they're providing you mm-hmm. so it's so important not to create an againstness mm-hmm. and to be authentic and to have mm-hmm. a communication and the language might be something like you know I'm I really appreciate what you're bringing forward I I I I don't really understand everything that you're telling me. What I would like to do is I would like to get as much information that you're willing to give me, and I would like to really research it, understand it, and I'm wondering if there would be a time where I could call in and I could really um, ask more questions. That's a good place to start. Beautiful. That's a good place to really uh, start.
0: I mean, I'm sitting here interviewing this beautiful man, and I'm just kind of like... Oh my God. Like listening to you like, and it's like, I can perceive the energy like all over the world. If people went into a doctor's office and yeah. they, they met you through every word of spoken, even though it right. wasn't you, yeah. like you're, you're listening, you're speaking from your heart, you're listening from your two ears and you're using this one mouth that we all have yeah. with very precise words to empower, yeah. uplift yeah. and, and create. Yeah so that nobody, no matter what you're struggling with right now, and there's so many of you out there that I know that are struggling, Mm. I've struggled, you've struggled, Mm -hmm. like – You're just uplifting the human condition with what you're saying, and I I thank you so much for that. It's a pleasure. And I know we only have a couple minutes left, but I just have to ask. We have two minutes left. I have to ask about conscious uncoupling, and I have to tell you before you say anything very, very quickly that, you know, as somebody that's in the marriage counseling Mm -hmm. field and, you know, psychological field and whatever, like having... You come out and do all of that Mm. and be such a big influence in the world. You've influenced me in ways that you don't even know. Mm. And I always wondered, like, if you love somebody, why does it have to end in hating them? And I just wanted to say thank you, and I acknowledge you for that. And the fact that I saw the Super Bowl, because I'm a sporty, you know, mm. and, and that that was going on, and it was the influence of mm. the love button and all of that, I was like, the world is changing, and thank you, Dr. Hibbe. So yeah. please let let all these beautiful beings know a little bit about that in a minute. Or less.
1: (laughs) No, Bob. I I think the idea, uh, the idea is to really create a different context, and the context is: look, you are mature enough to be able to take responsibility for what it is that you don't like. Love it. In other words, that's your shit. (laughs) You sit in the bathroom, you flush, you wash your hands, and that's what it is, regardless of the relationship. Instead of really projecting all that which you don't like onto other person, it requires a deeper level of maturity to say, wait a minute, you know, you're, we're going to be friends, but you know, we're complete as husband and wife or as partners.
0: Mm -hmm. Wow. Take responsibility for your chit. Okay. (laughs) That's what we're saying. Everybody is responsible. No one is to blame. And thank you for creating that in the world. And that's such a global stage because It speaks to me. It speaks to so many people. And thank you for being an awakening to that. My pleasure. And I've so enjoyed this Thank you for this the opportunity. Thank My you pleasure. so much. This is Voice America at the California Women's Conference.